Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning London time on Tuesday the 5th of September. The United Kingdom has presented some contrasting images of the consumer. The British retail consortium's like-for-like retail sales picked up in August with a 4.3% year-on-year rate of growth. However, the Barclaycard credit card spending data showed a slowdown in growth to 2.8%. Both of these numbers are nominal, so both imply that after adjusting for inflation, the volume of sales is falling. The difference in direction can be partly accounted for by a contraction in spending in restaurants, which is included in the Barclaycard data, but not in the British Retail Consortium numbers, along with reduced spending on fuel. It shows that the recent episode of profit-led inflation is damaging the consumer's ability to spend money overall. Budgets are strained, and that is one reason that profit-led inflation is now in retreat. However, the general shift in spending patterns in favour of having fun is still very much in evidence. Amidst overall declining volumes, spending on airlines rose significantly. Over in the glittering wonder that is the euro, we have two inflation events. The first is the release of inflation perceptions and inflation expectations of consumers, which the ECB will be reporting for August. To put it in the politest terms possible, consumers are not very good at predicting inflation. They're also not very good at judging what inflation has been in the past. Frequency bias means that consumers remember the price of goods and services bought frequently and they forget about the rest. Loss aversion means that price increases are remembered and price declines are forgotten. This matters at a time when disinflation forces are especially strong for things like consumer durable goods, which are infrequent purchases. So does this inflation expectation matter overall? Inflation expectations and inflation perceptions matter if they change consumer behaviour, encouraging higher wage claims, for instance. However, the negative real wage growth of the past couple of years would argue that consumers' perceptions and expectations of inflation have not been that effective in influencing pay bargaining. The second inflation event is euro-area July producer price inflation, which is expected to sink even more into deflation territory. In fact, the consensus is looking for very significant deflation. Of course, energy is a significant reason for the headline decline in the inflation measure, but it's worth noting that the deflation shock is moving further along the supply chain and intermediate goods are now also falling in price. From the United States, we have factory orders and final durable goods orders data. Generally, global data on the manufacturing of things has been showing more subdued activity. The transitory consumer durable goods boom of 2021 and 2022 may well have cannibalised demand for products in 2023 and indeed potentially on into 2024. While the June data for factory orders showed some strength, this was not strength for consumer goods, where orders have been weakening significantly. Global manufacturing has to look more towards corporate demand rather than consumer demand at the moment.
That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.